This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, October 12th. In Squiz Kids Today, seaweed pill to stop cow farts. India's no internet village. Real life hunger games on Iranian TV and Tay-Tay's glitter pen reveal. That's what's making news, kid style. The Lowdown. There's no delicate way to introduce this story, so I'm going to jump straight in. Cow farts are hurting the planet. But thanks to a bunch of Australian scientists who have created a seaweed pill for cows that yesterday started to be sold around the world, we should start to see a reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack in this story, so bear with me. When livestock, like cows, eat grass, it ferments in their stomach, and that fermentation process creates gas that comes out of the cows as farts. A little bit like your dad in that respect. The gas is called methane, and methane is probably the worst greenhouse gas there is. Greenhouse gases, for those of you following along at home, are a major cause of global warming. But since Aussie scientists discovered that by feeding cows seaweed, Methane production in a cow's stomach can be drastically reduced. They've been developing a seaweed pill for cows, which as of yesterday started to be exported around the world. Export means to send a product that we make here to a country overseas. The makers of the seaweed pill reckon that if only 10% of cows around the world started taking the pill, it would have the same impact on reducing greenhouse gas emissions as removing 100 million cars from the world's roads, which is quite remarkable. I wonder though if they're gonna start making a seaweed pill for dads too. Pooey. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in a village in India that I'm going to bet none of you would want to live in. Why, I hear you ask? Well, because in an effort to reduce screen time amongst the villagers and break their addiction to their mobile phones, the village elders sound a siren at 7pm every night indicating that every resident of the village must turn off their television and switch off their mobile phones. Another siren sounds at 8.30pm, indicating they can turn on their TVs and put their devices back on and the internet reconnected. But for that hour and a half, everyone who lives in the village has to read a book, or sit quietly in their thoughts, or, horror of horrors, have an actual real-life conversation with another human being. Hear that? That's the sound of me googling where I can buy a siren. My kids are going to hate that I've stumbled across this story. Oh, there's the classroom companion clarion, indicating that for classrooms who are part of our Squiz Kids for Schools program, today's worksheets relate to this story in the podcast. You're not a Squiz Kids for Schools subscriber, but you're keen to give it a whirl? There's a link to a free trial in today's episode notes. Pop Culture Corner. Budding singer-songwriters out there, take note. 
Taylor Swift has revealed the secret to her songwriting process. And it all comes down to which pen she imagines she's using when writing lyrics. There's the quill. A quill is an old-fashioned pen. You might have seen in the movies people in the olden days writing with a feather dipped in ink. Tay-Tay says when she's writing dramatic, serious songs, she imagines she's writing with the quill. Then there's the fountain pen, which is again a type of pen used decades ago. And it's the pen that she imagines she has in her hand when she's writing songs that are really literary, full of writerly detail about the people, places or situations that she's singing about. And then there's what she calls her glitter pen songs. Songs that she has written while imagining she has a glitter pen in her hand. Fun, bubbly, light-hearted and frothy pop songs. Maybe try the Tay-Tay imaginary pen technique next time you have an English assignment. Thanks, Tay-Tay. It's a Wednesday, and that means it's time to check in with Squizzy the Newshound to see what instances of misinformation he's sniffed out this week. And Squizzy is very excited to draw our attention to a bit of reverse misinformation he's stumbled across this week in Iran. Iran is a country in the Middle East. It's run by people who keep a really tight control over what goes to air every night on the TV news. They don't want anything appearing on the news that criticises the government. In Australia, we have a free media where journalists are free to criticise the government. Right now, there are widespread protests in the streets of Iran, protests against the government, and normally the nightly news is full of stories praising the government. But this week, hackers managed to hijack the nightly news signal and, in the middle of a news bulletin, put to air their own version of events. If you've ever seen Hunger Games, you'll know what I'm talking about. It was like when Katniss and her rebel friends interrupt the broadcast of President Snow. I've stuck a link to the Iranian protest message in today's episode notes so you can see what I'm talking about. It's another reminder that whether we're in Iran or Australia, whenever we're consuming media, we have to stop, think and check to reflect upon who's telling us something and why they might be telling it to us. And while we're on the subject of Newshounds, don't forget the countdown is on for the launch of our very own media literacy program for primary school kids called, you guessed it, Newshounds. Join Squizzy as he takes kids on a journey of discovery, teaching them to recognise misinformation and ultimately become critical consumers of media. The program will be live soon and free to all classrooms across Australia and New Zealand. If you're keen to learn more or be among the first to sign up, register your interest at squizkids.com.au forward slash newshounds. There's a link to it in today's episode notes. Time for the squiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. In which country has a village created an internet and TV blackout each night? Yeah, that's right, it's India. Question number two. What are cows being fed to reduce the methane in their farts? Yeah, that's right, they're being fed seaweed. Question number three. Name one of the three pens that Taylor Swift says she imagines she uses when writing lyrics for her songs. 
I'll accept either the quill, the fountain pen, or the glitter pen. Shout outs. It's October 12. Tonight sees the start of a month's worth of awesome netball action as the Aussie team, the Diamonds, take on the Silver Ferns in New Zealand. Oh, and voting is also underway this morning as we go to air in the Fat Bear Contest in Alaska. And we'll have the results for you in tomorrow's podcast. Today is also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Olivia from Oatley, Andrea from Vermont South, Aslan from Croydon, Aurora Rose from Altona, Sienna from Abbotsford, Carolyn from Greenwich, and Finn from Wagga Wagga. And belated birthday shout-outs go to Annie from Bethanga and Layla, who's travelling around Australia. And today's classroom shout-outs go to Year 456 in Room 2 with Mr Hoskins at Minjanoo Primary School, Class 56B and Mr Barrett at Petersham Public School, Class 1 Bilby with Mrs Bear at Sacred Heart Central School in Cootamundra, to all the students at Bathurst South Public School and at St Stanislaus College in Bathurst. And finally, a shout out to two homeschooling groups, the Wallandilly Homeschoolers and the MacArthur Homeschooling Families. Don't forget if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out, or if you're after a classroom shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Thank you.